John Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm. I am pumped. It's like grand final week. <laughs> Eric week. It, it's got a buzz to it, hasn't it? Eric week. It keeps getting better, doesn't it? I'm yeah. like you. I've got the adrenaline pumping through my veins at the moment. So, uh... Well, I think, John, you know, like you and I both listen to podcasts and we listen to people like Tim Ferriss and we listen to Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dyer and Tom Ferry, of course. And it's, it's like the artist is coming live to the concert, you yeah, know? Yeah, like yeah. you've been listening to them and all of a sudden you're actually going to be a few metres away from them, seeing them there. So, John, it's exciting. And I wanted to use this podcast to actually, how does someone, and it's not just Eric, it's any conference, but Eric is coming up this week. How does someone prepare to maximise learning and networking at a real estate conference? Or anything. I mean, it could be anything, Tom. Obviously, we're talking a bit about Eric this week, but it, it, it could be any form of learning. It could be a real estate gym that you, that you guys um, do on a regular basis. It could be just uh, an internal conference. It could be, you know, the LJ Hooker conference. Who knows? Um, look, a few things. I, I've just wrote down in preparation today a few little things. One is you've, you've got to approach every learning event with a sense of naivety and an empty mind. Mm. Um, because if you arrive with any form of ego or barrier or thinking that you know it all or even a lot of it, um, that's going to be a real blockage to your learning. So what you've got to be is, I'm here to learn. I always say to the people at the beginning of a speech, or I often say to people at the beginning of a speech, let's assume you're operating at 20% of your capacity. Yeah. Because if you can sort of get them around that concept, which by the way is probably very accurate if not generous, um, if you can get the fact that there is huge improvement out there this could be the beginning of it. But a lot of people do arrive at conferences and they kind of strut their stuff and they kind of think they're the top dog and they miss a lot of opportunities. So I would say arrive at ARIC or any conference. Pretend you know nothing. With an empty mind. Yeah. Um, being smart enough to know you don't know much. Yeah. Because, you know, what, what, one of the things you often hear, sort of cliched, I guess, in, in uh, self-development is, you know, the more you know, the more you realise you don't know much. Yeah. Or words to that effect. And I think it's really powerful. So I think the first thing is um, the, the empty mind and uh, just being really open to every concept. Because otherwise, Tom, there's a, there's a real tendency to say, well, that wouldn't work around my place. Well, I'm in Perth, that wouldn't work. Or I'm in the country, that wouldn't work. Or I'm in the city, that wouldn't work. The stuff that the speakers at ARA are going to talk about, to some degree, with some level of modification, will work anywhere in the world. In, in fact, in any industry. I know we have, we've got mainly real estate guys. We've got some mortgage brokers and some non-real estate people coming to learn. They're, they're sort of principles around growth, culture, customer service, brand, marketing, relationships, those things. So they, they work anywhere. So I think that would be the first thing. Second thing is recognise that growth comes from change. You can't grow by doing the same thing. You can improve incrementally. But you know, if you're an agent, I'll put these in you know, GCI terms, if you're an agent doing 250 and you want to do a million, guess what? Ain't going to be the stuff that got you to 250. Yeah. You might do 275, you might have a good year, do 325 next year, but to have a quantum leap to the next level, you've got to change. Change equals discomfort, because yeah. we all get in some level of routine or rut or you know, sort of comfort zone. So you know, change could be prospecting, could be new dialogue, could be closing. It's funny, Troy, one of our top young uh, ladies from ACT came and saw me recently for a coaching session. She's a, she's a dynamo waiting to happen. And, uh, you know, I could see her and yeah, she's beautifully presented. She's got great energy. She's kind of been in the industry a couple of years. So she's gone beyond that, that very early learning phase. And um, I said, you know, what sort of numbers are you doing? And, and they weren't that impressive. To, they were okay. Yeah. 
And I thought, well, that's really strange. So I talked through it, and I said, you know, tell me about your listing presentation. How do you handle it? And she told me. I thought, God, that sounds fantastic. What it ended up was, and she was the first to admit this, is she wasn't closing. Yeah. So she was doing a dynamic presentation and then leaving. Yeah. So I said, you know, I'll identify one thing you need to do. You need to become a great closer. Yeah. And I shifted in her mind. Closing was is not an aggressive bullying tactic. Closing is actually a natural extension of a great presentation where we have a meeting of the minds and then we all move on to the same page and we document that meeting. So yeah. it's kind of a really natural thing. She did it and her principal rang me from Canberra recently and he said, I don't know what happened at that session, but she's just listed seven properties this month, seven, I think they were all auctions, which was a lot bigger than, than previous yeah. months. And, and it came down to that one thing. So I think, but she was smart enough to listen. A, a is to get a coaching session, B is to listen what was said, and then C is to go through the discomfort. And one thing I said to her on that session that she repeated to me on the phone, because I rang her and I said, you know, well done, so proud of you. And she said, well, you said something to me that was really important. She said, you told me that 20 seconds of courage can change my life. Yeah. All I've got to do at the end of a presentation is take a deep breath and say, you know, Tom, would you like to move forward on that basis? Or whatever yeah. words. Anyway, that, she did that seven times and she got seven listings. So I think you've got to be prepared to get out of your comfort zone, recognize that change is an integral part of success. Yeah. In fact, it's not going to happen without, so let's be... Yeah. Real, realistic about it and do that so I think they would they're two things that come to mind for me what John, about you yeah well John just listening to you there I can't get over the amount of stories you hear in real estate that it was one thing that changed the game for someone and it was like everything else was going good but there was a dependency on this one thing that wasn't happening and that one thing affected everything else. Mm -hmm. So here's a story about someone that could have the perfect pre-listing kit, the perfect intent to help the person. But they had a story in their head that if I closed, I was doing something wrong, pushy. I don't know what her story was. Yeah. But John, that one thing changes everything. Because what we're talking about there is seven listings. And in that area, I presume that's probably fees of around $15,000. Yep. So there's $100,000 in fees that have come in in a week or two because of this one thing that's addressed. And I think what this person has done is that two things, courage and action. Courage to feel uncomfortable and temporary incompetent about saying, I don't know something. And action about actually finding something out and then doing something about it. So Shane Smolin's got a great quote, Tom, sorry to interrupt, but just when you use those words, Shane says, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm sure it's not Shane's quote, but many people, yeah. but he was the last person that, that used it with me. And he said, you know, just, and I said to him, you know, what's happening in the coaching you're doing with some of your people? And he said, well, it's all about getting them comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I love that, John. And I've, I mean, I've heard variations of that. Tim Ferriss, actually in his last podcast, The Tim Ferriss Show, said it's so important to be at ease at not being at ease. Yeah. Um, so, John, look, to me, some of the things, I look at myself as someone that's been going to Eric for many years. I'm not like um, your Rick Rushtons or, or James Tostevin. I've missed a few Arics over the years, but I've been involved in Eric the last four years as a speaker or emceeing, and I've uh, been speaking. I spoke at Eric in 2006, and I've gone to most of them since then. I realise I'm a lot better when I've slept better the night before. Okay. I, I realise that I'm a lot better, and I'm glad this year that the Sunday night social event happens pretty much after, straight after straight the after and it's in the it's free 
it, it's free and it's yeah, in yeah. the exhibition area, isn't it? Yeah. So what actually I noticed, John, is when you wake up um, with better energy levels, your ability to concentrate's a lot easier. Um, the second thing that I think I found that were good arics for me was when I sat in there and I went to Arik thinking, what do I actually need help in? Because it helps you tune in to bits of the conversation that speakers uh, have got strengths in. So I find that that's very helpful. The third thing I notice is that the day after Arik is a day that you have no appointments and you begin to set action steps. Ideally, stay life. up there. I mean, if yeah. you can, not everyone can, but if you've got the opportunity, I agree with you, Tom. If you've only got one or two appointments on the Tuesday and you've got the opportunity to give yourself an extra night, an extra day, then go to a cafe on the Tuesday morning and just go through your notes and say, okay, what are the five things yeah. that I'm going to change and I'm going to implement immediately and start working on that? I think it's fantastic. I what you said the second thing there, Tom, I just wrote down, it's... Work out who you want to meet, yeah. Because there's going to be sort of four odd thousand of the best real estate people from around the world, and work out what do you want to get. I mean, are you soft on closing? Are you an average lister? Is prospecting your what is your Achilles heel? And then demand to get that somehow. Get it from the coffee queue. Get it from the platinum lounge. Get it from stage. Get it from million dollar agent. If you're really clear about what it is that you want to get from Eric, and say you know I'd say up no more than three things. I mean, one would be great, but if you might say, you know, these are the three things. I'm a lousy time manager. I've got to meet someone who's a brilliant time manager. You'll find a way to do that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm soft on closing. I'm a great presenter, but I'm not good on closing. So you're going to get that. You're going to have awareness. You're going to have the radar out for yeah. two days. Yeah. Um, and prospecting, maybe. You know, I make up plenty of excuses about prospecting because I have fear of rejection, so I need to get over that. Yeah. That would be a pretty good list. And if you can nail those things... And meet the people and go to the Trade Expo, meet the people, find out, you know, what does James Tostman look like? What does Rick Rushton look like? You know, what does Ben Collier look like? And just go and, you know, even meeting them, swapping cards, shake the hand, and just to start establishing a bit of a rapport, I think. Yeah, that's gold, John. Um, look, a couple of more things I want to touch on. The first thing is, John, that uh, on the morning of the Monday, we're doing Million Dollar Agent Live, so this podcast will be live there, and I'd like anyone that so we're doing it on stage, and we're doing it we're on stage, record it, right? Yeah, we're doing it on stage. So, those is there room at the back of the stage for Troy? Or is he going to be on stage? Well, too? this is this is the moment that because everyone's been waiting. I, I've got to be honest with you. I'm a little bit intimidated because we've been hiding behind um, bonnet, uh, screens now. Troy's got an advantage now. Troy, he's popular, and people haven't seen him. When they realise he looks like a male model, then the, then then it's. We're going to lose all our female audience and probably 90% of our male audience. So. Yeah, this, is, this is a major turning point for the podcast. We, we, should, have made more st- we should have made a strategic decision before we just jumped in and said, let's put it in there. So there's going to be three of us on stage, right? There'll be three of us on and stage. And we're going to be literally recording it. So for those people that are listening to the podcast that can't make it to Eric, um, they'll be able to get it. Yep. And I think, Troy, we said we might cut it into three. Because so, yep. I think it'll go for about an hour. Well, the best part of an hour. Um, but, you know, we're going to set up, I think Troy's going to try and set up something via social media that leading up to uh, or on the day of the Sunday, you'll be able to ask your questions and then you can either go to tret.com.au uh, or Tom, you're, they can always leave questions on tompanels.com. Okay, so um, what we'd like you to do is what's your greatest challenge you have to overcome in your real estate career? Or business. Or business. Could be a principal, could be a... 
contractor Correct. agent. The thing that would keep you up at night the most, tell us what it well, is. Well, where's your breakthrough? I mean, because you're right, that's a good way of looking at it. What, what causes you most pain? But what if you mastered one thing, what could take your career to the whole next level? What would that one thing be? Yeah. Tell us what it is, and then we'll sort of try and handle as many as we can on the day, right? Because Monday morning we're doing Million Dollar Age, and that's, it's like 7.15. I wouldn't say it's for the diehards, because, you know, jokes aside, you know, I, I'm with you, Tom. Like, you know, I'm not a big party sort of person. But if you want to go out and let, let your hair down, that's fine. But the serious people should be there 7.15 Monday, because this yeah. is like what we've called a bonus session. Yeah. We're not part of the whole... It's going to be in the major room. Yeah. But, but come along, get a coffee early from the Trade Expo at 7 o'clock, pop into the room at 7.15 and, and, and listen to it, because it, it'll be... I think it'll be an interesting forum. And we probably won't have the ability to answer questions there, but we'll, we'll answer questions you've sent us before. Yeah. So the questions, send them to... If you're on Twitter, at tretcom au all one word t-r-e-t-c-o-m-a-u and if you're sending them by email send them to info at tompanos.com.au and put in the subject box Arik questions and we're going to try and get through as many questions as possible um, John I'm, I'm excited about that I'm excited about um, Arik in total because I've sat down and I've spoken to nearly all the Aussie speakers and I'm sitting after here with Mark Kentwell, who's doing a 45-minute presentation on friendly auction system. Mm. I actually believe that this potentially is game-changing, not only as a training initiative, this is as a concept. We're yeah. talking about auctions are now yeah. going to be able to be used in marketplaces that hate auctions in a credible yeah. way. Well, that, that changed my world of thinking when you brought Mark down to News Limited and we watched him do that little presentation because I knew of Mark, he's a great success, he's a great agent, but I didn't know of his training skills and I didn't certainly didn't know of the friendly auction system. Yeah. So I think, you know, whether you're from Melbourne, which is the auction capital of the world, or from, you know, Timbuktu really, and never done an auction, I think this would be a really good session. Can, can I, without being silly, don't miss one session. Yeah. There's plenty of time to socialise before, during, after the event, at, at breaks and lunchtime. There is not one speaker that won't deliver you some gold and some life-changing messages. So really make sure that if you are going to plan your social events and catching up with people, either do them in the breaks, get up early and do them for breakfast. There's plenty of great places at Broadbeach. Or after the cocktail function, you know, go out to dinner with someone. I mean, so we encourage the networking, the relationships, because they can change your life. Plus, you can get a lot of good business, too. Yeah. I know a lot of people through ARIC. Um, you know, Sydney, Melbourne, Melbourne, Brisbane, you know, metropolitan, regional, where people have really developed a great referral system into some of their colleagues and peers they've met. Well, John, I can't get over the amount, and maybe some people will think to myself, uh, it might be a bit political, but I can tell you, at the moment, in the world of real estate, referrals are done between agents because of people, not yep. because of brands. Yeah, that's right. When two people get on and there's trust, they might be working for totally different brands, totally different franchises. People will give a referral to people that they like, trust, and can get the job and, done. And often their brand doesn't have a, an office in, a, in an area. I mean, yeah. not that Tom and I are... We're not endorsing, you know, people referring outside of the brand, but it is a reality check, as you say, that people, if they like and trust you, they're going to find a way to send you someone, and, and not every, every brand is represented in every area. So, oh, look, I think it's going to be amazing. Hopefully we'll see everyone that's listening to this there. It's still time to get tickets. 
how do they get tickets, Troy? Uh, <coughs> visit, tr uh, sorry, visit eric.com.au. Eric.com.au. Still purchase them online. If not, send uh, an email to info at trep.com.au and they'll, they'll go straight through to the, to the area that now, they need to book tickets. I, I want to say this. I, either If someone's listening to this and they're not coming, it either means they have, they're getting married or they've got some amazing event, which good luck with that, and, and, um, and I'm sure it'll be incredible. But if you're in the real estate industry serious about your career, you should be there. The other reason might be money. Uh, Eric's not that expensive compared to the value. In fact, I think it's the best value on the planet for a real estate agent. But it's realistically, by the time you buy a ticket and get yourself up there and spend a couple of nights in a room, you know, it could be $1,500. Um, I said to someone the other day, you know, if that's not an issue, get up there. And if it is an issue, get up there because you really need to be there. If you're in this industry last 12 months and you can't invest $1,500. I've just done the numbers, John. That's a coffee a day. A coffee a day it's is getting you to Eric and you're writing your business plan for the next 12 months. Yeah. But, it, but if it is money, if there's a genuine people, and I think we're going to announce an award in a, uh, in a minute to someone that we're going to give a free ticket to, but if it is an issue, please let us know. Just, just email Tom or email myself. I'm John McGrath at mcgrath.com.au and Tom at tompanos.com.au. Yep. Um, we will find a way. I mean, a few people have come to me privately and said, look, you know, I, I'm going to be there, but I can't afford it. Can you do anything? And we've, we've organised a payment plan that's worked for them over the next six or ten months or whatever. Happy to do it because I don't want anyone to miss out. Yeah. So please let Tom or I know, and then we'll channel that to our team at, at TRET, and we'll make that a reality for them. So they could pay that over five payments, John, or whatever. Whatever it's going to be. I don't care. I can pay it over five years. It doesn't really matter. I just want... I don't. I want to take away anyone's excuse for saying, "Oh, well, I couldn't get there," because if you get there, I've got to tell you, you'll probably pay it back in three months. Yeah. Because you'll say, "Here's a check for the whole amount," because I've just tripled my sales. Yeah. Now the. Tell okay. Me, tell me about this is a good. So we've had John. So uh, we had a, a number of people throughout the uh, last uh, six months send emails to me saying, "Tom, love to come to Eric. Love the podcast." Um, can you speak to John? Can you speak to, um, to Eric to see uh, uh, what you can do rear ticket? So we made the decision a few months ago that what we would do is create a prize and give a free ticket the week before Eric. And today um, we're going to announce that winner. Um, the person, uh, John, that's won it is a guy by the name of Scott Hall. Mm -hmm. Now, Scott Hall is in Perth. Um, he actually approached very early on in the piece. And I'm just going to read a very short passage out of his uh, um, letter. With, with the background out of the way, and please know that I'm not writing you for any kind of sympathy, I would like to know what I need to do to be in the running for the Arex tickets for 2015. I've dreamed of going ever since I heard Million Dollar Agent for the first time, which is also when I realised how badly I wanted to be in real estate. Now, I won't read more of it, but I can tell you he's been working two full-time equivalent jobs, landscaping and hospitality, to make ends meet. To make, make a good real estate agent, Scott. Oh, Landscaping and hospitality, he's getting himself ready, isn't he? This, I've got to tell you what. This I love the letter. You read it to me before. I yeah. mean, what I liked about it was not just the facts, because you're right, they were the facts. I liked the tonality and the humility, and he kind of said, look, I'm far from looking for sympathy. I just want to know how can I get in the running, I think was the words. And and Scott, if you're listening, we're looking forward to seeing you at Eric, because we are going to send you. Yeah. Uh, so Scott's making the effort. Um, and finding a way to pay for it. Well, yeah. we're, we're paying for his ticket, but he'll pay to get over there. So, Scott, come and say hi to Troy and Tom and I on uh, Monday if we don't see you before. Yeah. But our team will be sending you a ticket across for that. Thanks for all the other people that 
emailed in. Hopefully you'll find a way to get there anyway, but we can only sort of announce one winner, which is Scott. So we're looking forward to seeing you guys all up there, um, bright and early Sunday morning. If you get there before on the Saturday, go and pre-register, I think sort of in the afternoon from about three till six, three till seven, there's pre-registration just so you, you can relax on Monday, uh, Sunday morning and just arrive, have a bit of breakfast or, and arrive uh, without the stress of having to kind of queue up. And uh, we look forward to seeing you there. Troy, we look forward to seeing you there. Are you excited? Very excited. I love Eric. It, it is a good event. I mean, put aside the learning, it's actually just a fun two days, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's, it's pretty rare to go up and go to an event like that and just sit back and relax and focus on what you're doing in business. You yeah. know? And if you get one or two things out of it, I think it's well mm. worth it. Yeah. When you speak, can people hear? You haven't got a microphone. Yeah, they, of course they can. They can hear? Yeah. We have to stop that. We have to change that. Uh, John, I'm just, <laughs> I mean, John, what, what sort of a question is that? I'm looking at him. He's got a pair of 2000 Bose head speakers on his head. He's got all the technology. He makes sure that he might not say much, but it comes out crystal clear. <laughs> Where do they speak? Because we have microphones and you don't. You've got a mic here. Oh, really? Connecting in, yeah. You sneaky bugger. Yeah. I've got to tell you. Troy I assume now, that you'd be getting no publicity. Every time I asked him a question, I was gloating on the fact no one could hear his answer. Uh, well, everyone, uh, an opportunity, even if you're someone that gets up late, an opportunity to go see Troy Malcolm on the Monday morning. Looking at Troy this morning's made me realise I'm going to get a lot of sleep this week. I'm going to eat really healthy. This is my week. I've got to actually improve how I look compared to Troy Malcolm. You know what a few really smart people might do? Go up for the State of Origin if you're a footballer, an NRL fan. Go up Friday night. Go to the State of Origin. If you don't have to work Saturday, this is. Hang on, when's State no, of Origin? Wednesday job? night. Wednesday oh, night. is it Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll and go up Wednesday Sydney. night, it's Fatal <laughs> Sunday. It's in Sydney. It's in Sydney. Yeah. Okay, That's so how out of touch I am. <laughs> so then, I thought it was Friday night in Brisbane. <laughs> this, plan, this plan's gone from bad to worse. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not in Queensland and it's not on the weekend. So oh, just dear. tune in and listen to Gus Gould on Wednesday night. <laughs> I'll get my head before Sunday. I'll get my head into gear. See, jo John McGrath knows, State of Origin, all balls around Redford Noble. <laughs> That's right. Guys, we'll see you at Eric. See you up there. To the rest of you, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.